mold of Madison, Jefferson, and Henry. Real Virginians. The Lee Brothers. The Lee Brothers. The Lee Brothers. Okay, let me get this straight. Who made the first sign? Uh, uh, who made the first what? Sign. Sign. I don't. I don't you know. Don't get it. I know. But I other people. So other diversity. People will. The diversity school bill is still an issue. We'll cover it and update you as we go through the show. Virginia tries to save the planet by banning styrofoam. And the uh, and Virginia it bans the death penalty while the parole board shows it's corrupt i kid you not that is next virginia citizens and american patriots radio as the founding fathers intended the lee brothers my name is scott lee hi i'm richard lee thanks for being with us today we're gonna have some fun and talk about everything that took place this week doesn't that sound just perfect all in two hours all in two hours. Well, that's going to be impressive then. Hang on. we got to speed it up just a bit. So many of the stories are alike, so it'll be easy. <laughs> They're all the same. Just go over one, over one, over one, over one. Exactly. All right. We're up and running at uh, Brothers.com and Mojo50.com. Mojo50.com. Phone lines are open, 804-464-3553. 464-3553. All right. Coming up in the next hour, it's um, Ralph Northam once again. Is uh, he's he's limiting you, but he's offering you a little candy. He says, "Look, we'll give you some options. We'll we'll lower the restrictions. Instead of ten, we'll let you have twenty five now in a room. Oh, nice. Fifteen more people, Governor. Well, school boards are going to sue him. There's two school boards in Virginia that said that's not acceptable. We should be able to have sports. And uh, Ralph Northam, uh, you know, the king. You know that it's interesting when you're a tyrannical uh, king how you can be benevolent." with the serfs and peasants. How did our schools get so screwed up? And why are they still that way? You know what? That's interesting. Fairfax, um, the the union, the school union here in Virginia, sent over 5,000 emails to politicians to not open up schools. Not open up schools. 5,000 emails. I bet they never opened up the emails. <laughs> I hope, well, they didn't open up the schools either. I mean, that's just, it's preposterous. All right, so that's coming up at the, in the next hour. Also, 5% pay raise for for them, but not for you. Oh, no, the government. If you're in a government job, you got a 5% pay raise. If you're Richard, you and I need a government job. I've, I've been saying that for years. You get a 5% increase. That's a low increase depending on where you're working. They're talking $15 an hour, $16 an hour. Well, it's government jobs. They get a whole lot more than that. Well, it's teachers, uh, it's teachers and government jobs get a 5% increase in this budget, and teachers haven't even been in school for over a year. And they get a 5%. And that's here, insane. The only thing that makes me, it's just, it's frustrating when we in the private sector didn't get, we don't get pay raises. You know why we don't get pay raises? Because there's no government that mandates it. The way the government is, we may not get paid at all going forward because our Employers may disappear. Well, many already have. Because of COVID, because of government lockdowns. Tucker, I mean, Tucker, Target came out giving pay raises up to $15 an hour. That's good. Minimum pay. Good. Good for them. Oh, that's I a free it, company. That's, that's free markets. That's how it works. Um, 
Of course, we have politicians who want to force that on everybody. Actually, we might get to that in the show also. All right, 804-464-3553, 464-3553. The government has one role. Its role is to protect you. That's its main goal, right? I mean, when the Declaration of Independence, it says governments were instituted among men to protect rights that the Creator gave us. And governments were then instituted among men to protect those rights. The first one, life. We count on the government to protect us. It's kind of a simple thing, but that's really the role of government because if men were angels, as Madison said, we wouldn't need government. Thomas Paine said that government at its very best is a terrible institution, at its worst, an intolerable one. But we need governments to protect us in, in, in ways that they're bad guys. That's what governments do. Virginia just said, I don't care if there's a murder or not. We're not going to put them to death anymore. So the death penalty is gone in Virginia. It was here since the beginning of the country. Since Jamestown, the ships hit our shore, the death penalty has been part of our government, but not any longer because in 2021, the left got smart. They're smarter than anyone ever. And since the beginning of humanity, the death penalty has existed, the Bible actually embraces it says the government has a role in this kind of uh, punishment. But Virginia said, no, no more death penalty. So what's that mean? Well, if you... We have more workers. <laughs> well, no, possibly. <laughs> I would hope so. Making license plates and those type of things. Shoveling trash. Actually, what it means is that the, the, they promised us. These Democrats and these politicians promised us that we're going to give them life imprisonment, Scott. And Richard, life yeah, imprisonment. That's going to happen. And we know. Then they're going to parole them. We know that doesn't go. happen. We know that doesn't happen. We can give you examples. Jen Soaring. Here's Tim Kaine in 2011 talking about Jen Soaring, who was a, who, by the way, just so you understand, he was a dip, German diplomat's son who was serving a life sentence for a 1985 killing of his girlfriend's parents. Super guy. Mom, dad. This is Jen Soaring. He's my boyfriend. <laughs> he kills. He kills. Give me nightmares. He kills his parents. Kills her parents. Doesn't get the death penalty because you know there's good leftists here. But you would think that the government would protect us from this guy, right? We can't have him out you on would the streets. Hope. You would hope. Here's Tim Kaine in 2011 talking about how to set him free. Now, granted, he would have to go through the court system there or the parole system, whatever it may be, but. The possibility that he could have been free in as little as two years, did that cause any pause for you? It was something I weighed. Sure it did. Um, but, but also the guarantee that he would never set foot back again in the United States or the Commonwealth was also something that I thought was, was pretty important. Look, if somebody is in this country and they're not a citizen and they commit a horrible crime, we ought to kick them out as soon as we safely can. Well, how about give them justice? If they murdered an American family... Tim Kaine, what makes you want to release them? This is the problem with eliminating the death penalty and then leaving it to politicians to see if life in prison really happens. They should chase it, change it from saying that they want to chase them out as quick as they can. I'd chase them out with a rope. I mean, right. Well, their body can go back after we've somebody's uh, family member is dead because of this guy, right? And now we know what happens. Parole, I mean, life in prison means one thing. They're not going to be there forever. Here's, here's, here's what happened in the Jen Soaring case. 
Andriana Bennett, who was the board chair of the parole board in 2011. Now, remember that name. We're going to share it with you in just a second. The pro- Here's what she said in regards to this dirtbag. The parole board has determined that releasing Jen Soaring is appropriate because of his youth at the time of the offenses. Their institutional adjustment, or his institutional adjustment, and the length of his incarceration. But he wasn't there for all that. He killed a family, and yet the parole board says, eh, he was young, he, was, he had institutional adjustments, and he was there for a long time incarcerated. So it's time to let him go. This was Andriana Bennett, who is now a judge in Virginia Beach, who is now involved in this next scandal that is happening in Virginia right now. The parole board released another murderer. Vincent Martin, who killed a police officer in 1979, was released last year by this same person. That'll be automatic. Life in prison, death penalty. But that's over with. You they, see. they shouldn't put him in, in prison for even a week. Before the week's out, he should be dead. So when the Vincent Martin killed the police officer in 1979, he was given a life sentence in jail. Not the death penalty, a life sentence. Of course, the death penalty, you know, we're going to never do that again. That's done in Virginia. But now, every murder will get life in sentence. What happened to Vincent Martin? Well, the parole board released him. But apparently... It made everyone mad. You remember us going through this? We talked about this on the air here in Richmond about what happened. They should never let this guy out. They did. So people demanded a report. They did. So Inspector General filed a report, and here's what the report found. This is what's unbelievable. The board failed to give proper notification to Richmond's top prosecutor before granting Martin parole. They did not earnestly contact the victim's family beforehand and denied one of Martin's allegations alleged victims in a separate case a chance to address the board. None of that happened. That's just the beginning. Then this Bennett person, this Bennett person, which was involved in the Jen Soarings case, who left the board last April, became a judge in Virginia Beach, we mentioned that, violated her duty. This is the report. Violated her duty to remain impartial while considering the case. The report says during interviews with the employees, Bennett often verbally stated that she believed Martin was innocent and employees felt that the belief was the main deciding factor of his release. So the so because this one, one P- board member. P-brain board member thinks that the uh, prisoner is innocent. She's just going to let him walk. She forced them to do that. Then the, the report only produced six pages, intentionally leaning out another seven pages. Here is Senator Mark Obenshane on the floor of the Senate yesterday talking about it. What happened to these other seven pages? How is it that they wound up being excised from this report? Somebody led the whitewash, and I want to know who it was. And I hope that the people of Virginia, and I hope that the media will pursue this and get to the bottom of it. Preposterous. This is amazing. This is what your government just failed you with the death penalty. It failed you with parole. This thing is corrupt. The parole board was corrupt from the beginning. You think it's going to be better for us in Virginia? You think we're safer? Oh, no. All this thing is about race. 
They were accused of racism. We'll play that clip for you next in 60 seconds. The LeeBrothers.com, the LeeBrothers.com. Phone lines are open, 804-464-3553. Live free, Mojo Five O. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. You get frustrated with trying to explain the simple first principles of America to people who have no interest? After the recent elections and direction of our country, don't you wish we had a simple way to educate citizens about free markets and free people? So do we. That's why we use Prager University. At PragerU.com, you will find the most crystal clear, informative, four to five minute videos on nearly every issue you have ever debated. The Lee Brothers endorse ideas, principles, and America, and no one Explains those things better than Prager University. At PragerU, free videos, free minds. PragerU.com. That's PragerU.com. Richmond, the home of Patrick Henry, Richard Henry Lee, and the Lee Brothers. Virginia. Virginia, you've been betrayed. If I told you my story, <laughs> you've been betrayed. You they promised you that the death penalty would be they wouldn't let go. would go away. It would be better for you. Don't worry. And if I told you my story, and then they'll say, "Don't worry, they'll get life in prison." Then the parole board says, "Oh no, 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 we're not going to let that happen either." The parole board is corrupt, and it's corrupt in this last case of the um, Vincent Martin case, who killed a police officer in 1979. And in Virginia right now, we've got a a massive issue before us. What happened? According to Matt Bristow, a retired Air Force judge, it seems like the chairman at the time stepped out of her impartial role and put on the hat of advocate for the inmate. Really? She's the judge. She's the judge now, but then she was the chairman of the parole board. She should resign right now. Absolutely. And that guy should be executed. Simple as that. They find somebody guilty of committing murder of anyone, including a police officer. They should. That's over in Virginia. There's no death penalty. It's gone. They should immediately take him out behind the woodshed and let him hear a few shots. Richard, that's over. That's no longer. Now we have the parole board who will say, we were promised Democrats, we'd rather have life in prison than the death penalty. We're not getting either one of them. We're not going to get the death penalty. We're not going to get life in prison. Let's get a backhoe to dig holes with. Bennett. Put the bodies in. This Bennett is the uh, chairman of that parole board, was asked asked a hearing examiner to falsify a report by making it appear as their own within the Martin case file. So what are they going to do with Bennett and her? It's under investigation right now. Bennett also falsely told the Virginia Secretary of Public Safety, Brian Moran, that she had not advocated for Martin's release. That was a lie. 
Bennett told at least one parole board employee that she was going to purposely release Martin and certain other inmates near the end of her term because of the backlash those decisions would bring. So it's not about hearing the case. It's just what she wants to release based upon what she thinks is right. That's the parole board. It's unconscionable. It's, it's unbelievable that this is where the Democrats have led us. The Democrats do not care about justice. Oh, they say they do, but they don't. Bristow, the retired Air Force judge, advocate, and lawyer said, it just seems to be part of a plan to enhance the appearance of the inmate so it would justify the decision she predetermined to make concerning his release. The inspector general determined that Bennett and the current chairman, Chapman, both violated multiple state codes and policies and violated the Constitution of Virginia. If you live in Virginia, if you live in any state for that matter, if you're listening to mojo50.com, you should be very concerned about a government that refuses to protect you and, in fact, endorses the criminal. That's what's happened in this case, yet it's not about the evidence. Already we see it's about the color of the parole board. What? What are you talking about? What do you mean, Scott Richard? What are you talking about? The color of the parole board? That has nothing to do with it. Yes, it does. You knew it was coming. Delegate Scott from Portsmouth, Virginia, approached the microphone after uh, um, other delegates brought this attention to the floor. Listen to how he frames this. It's unbelievable. To sully the career of this African American woman who has worked through this all. Interesting, their first line is You've uh, trashed an African American woman. Did we know the, ju- the the chairman was black? Did you know the chairman was black? Did we now know that this now judge was black? I, no one knew that. In fact, no one even mentioned it at all during the entire conversation. It wasn't mentioned in a single article. It's not mentioned in any of the, the uh, inspector general reports. No one said she was black. Delegate Scott is a black man, if you must know, and we're told we have to look at that now. His, his People f- knew she was black. But my point is it was never mentioned in any of these articles except he gets to bring it up. Listen to his opening statement again. To sully the career of this African-American woman who has worked through this all-boys, males, white male club to the top of law enforcement. and now. To- okay, so she went through the all-male, white enforcement club and she made it. So that, again, has nothing to do with it. This woman broke the law. She made people lie for her. And so it matters what color she is? Or what boundaries she broke through? It's irrelevant. All boys, males, white male club to the top of law enforcement. And now to serve as the parole chair. And the first thing they do is sully her name. So I'm hoping that as we move forward, I know that there are many of those who are opposed to the whole concept of mercy, redemption, and parole. So there's those who are opposed to redemption and mercy and parole. (laughs) You know what? Uh, that's actually the left who, who is more against that. But that has nothing to do with this either. If she broke the law, it's irrelevant. Because they are opposed to that, this is an opportunity to put aside a political agenda to now attack those people who have to make these tough choices. Put aside a political agenda? That's what this was. She's the only one here that has a political agenda no to doubt. put aside. No doubt. She was the one that had the political agenda and the political attack. And that's what this whole thing's about. Except... Delegate Scott says it's about race. Bobby Scott runs again, and you know he will. I hope people are intelligent enough down in uh, 
Bobby, you mean this guy? You yes. don't mean Bobby Scott. This is a delegate Scott. It's a different guy. Bobby Scott was a congressman. This Never is a delegate mind. Scott. <laughs> <laughs> so delegate delegate Scott is uh, claiming racist here. Now delegate Price jumped out and and she really she she made a rant not about this case, except at the very end she talks about how any conviction shouldn't matter. Listen to this rant. Virginia residents need safety and security through equitable access to the vaccine, a living wage, access to food, worker protections, wow. evictions prevention, the norm of justice being served equally, the peace of mind to know that they will be treated fairly no matter their zip code, tax bracket, skin color, disability status, citizenship status, no matter who they love or how they identify and their prior convictions. Wow. She sounds like the lady that talks about the Obama phone. And all the other garbage, this like this pure garbage. Do you wish she said at the end about what was that? Identify and their prior convictions. Prior convictions. It doesn't matter that they're arrested for murder. Their prior convictions shouldn't matter. Male, female, black, white, Hispanic, Asian, Native <laughs> American, disabled, gay, straight, old, young. That sounds familiar. It must be in the same liberal cloth that made that possible. They ramp pretty good. It's unbelievable. Really. They run with the same crowd, I believe. All right, coming up, Virginia says, hey, let's legalize marijuana, but don't smoke a cigarette. That'd be dangerous. Your phone calls next, 804-464-3553. 464-3553. the LeeBrothers.com. Happily promoting the four F's. Freedom, faith, free markets, and fun. Mojo Five O. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. When solar energy is done right, it can save you up to 30-40% over your current energy costs. Call the professionals at Patriot Energy to get your no-cost, no-obligation layout and design. Compare and contrast the differences for yourself. Go to PatriotEnergyAZ.org forward slash Mojo50 to get started today for your Patriot Energy solution. The Lee Brothers, practicing the First Amendment and using the Second. Only when necessary. Too fun. Too fun. All right, so uh, right outside of this the uh, General Assembly thinks that um, you know we're going to legalize marijuana. I remember very vividly. An argument when Tim Kaine was uh, governor. You remember Tim Kaine? Timmy! 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 Exactly. So Tim Kaine said, we got to stop smoking in restaurants. So he, he banned smoking in restaurants. Tim Kaine flat out said, it's too dangerous to smoke. Reynolds Tobacco, all the things are... are, are uh, all the tobacco in, in in Virginia, all the tobacco in Virginia, we're told, is dangerous. It hurts you. 
We have signs up everywhere. Don't smoke tobacco. You got to be over this certain age before you can smoke. Now we're literally saying it doesn't matter the age. Actually, here's a quote from one of the politicians that said, at no point should there be a crime for kids to have marijuana. For kids to have this marijuana. This is Valerie Slater, the director of Rise for Youth. At no point should there be a crime for kids. But smoking is horrible. You can't go get cigarettes, but we're going to let marijuana just... It is, it's really unbelievable how that, how that even happens. But Philip Morris does already have the equipment start packaging. Do they? They're all set up. They have a factory okay. set up. So this weekend... Um, paying $15 an hour, I think. The General Assembly has to decide. There's contentious language that's sought between the Senate and the House, and decisions have to be made about how to regulate this new idea. Both in the House and the Senate passed legalization bills that would allow the sell of the recreational marijuana. I find them to be hypocritical in the sense that smoking is so bad, but marijuana is good enough that we don't have to do anything about it. It's interesting. It's actually ridiculous. All right, vcdl.org, vcdl.org. Check them out. I want you to sign up for their alerts because, you know, guess what? They're going to give you updates on what's happening in the General Assembly, what's happening to your ability to protect yourself, vcdl.org, vcdl.org. It actually means something. It's Virginia Citizens Defense League. It's actually a great organization. All right, coming up in the program, th- this is um, – you're going to want to know what happened with the NAACP of Virginia – but also Mr. Potato Head. What happened to Mr. Potato Head? Well, it's really not cool anymore to be Mr. Potato Head. All that deadhead. LeeBrothers.com, the LeeBrothers.com. The most powerful gathering of freedom fundamentalists since Philadelphia in 1776. Mojo Fun. We built this city on rock and roll. Just after the bottom of the half hour, the Lee brothers outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia. Virginia Citizens and American Patriots, my name is Scott Lee. My co-host, my friend and my brother. Sitting to his left, sometimes his far left. Is Richard Lee. All right, uh, check us out at theleebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com, and mojo50.com, mojo 50.com, which is an outstanding radio station, uh, all internet, mojo50.com. If you go there, you can search the Lee Brothers or shows on that website and drop down. We archive our shows for your listening pleasure at any time. Also on our website, you'll find a uh, list of the COVID deaths. Are they real? There's a video there to make you think, what just happened? Are there really half a million deaths or is it and what happened to the flu? All that's at the Lee Brothers. Is COVID for real? It, well, it's for real. I mean, I don't. Is it COVID or is it a very bad flu? Is it a well? The flu. It, COVID ate the flu. It just turned. COVID into, ate the flu. COVID ate the flu. I thought the flu ate COVID. No, then it would be the flu. We wouldn't have COVID. That doesn't yeah, make we would sense. have COVID. That makes zero sense. We just sense. have a flu named COVID. Well, they would say it's the flu. Well, okay, that's fair. That's actually a really good point. It's the flu Thank named you. COVID. Thank you very much. I appreciate yeah. your acceptance of my brilliance. Yeah, well, it's refusing initially. But it's complete chaos out there, not only with the COVID and all the regulations of stupidness, which we'll talk about with Ralph Northam at the, five, at the top of the hour. But now California has a bill that requires gender-neutral stores. <laughs> a bill. I mean, even if you want a gender-neutral store, what politician 
said, I got a bill that says that the store has to be general, or at least have a segment of the store that is general neutral. So you want to open a new business. Right. You have to open two new businesses because one of them has to be gender. No, 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 no. That's not the bill. But that's actually, that would be the first thought. Right. It's kind of close, though, isn't it? Well, it's like a department store that has a boy section and a girl section has to have a gender neutral section. And what would that look like? What would it, I guess you don't say it's little boys or little girls. I mean, yeah, good point. What would it look like? I mean, here's what's it's really amazing to me. Every politician actually thinks that there ought to be a law or a bill for everything. For everything. That's what's unbelievable. By the way, this came from uh, a constituent that came to the politician in California and said, um, I, I, uh, I have a problem. She, the, the constituent came to uh, one of the elected officials and said, who claims that her daughter wanted an item in the boy section, but felt slighted because she felt the toy was designated for a male child. The parent said, this the is toy. the toy. The issue, this, the parent said this, this is an issue of children being able to express themselves without bias. <laughs> How did we make it to 2021? What happened to our society where a parent won't say to the kid, get over yourself. You want to go play with a gun and you're a girl? Fine, go get one. But it's in the boy section. What are you, what are you, warped? What, yes, what parents, actually, what, the parents are. What, what parent are would say, them. what parent would say, you know what? We need a law so that you can go to a place that's designated gender neutral. What, what, who thinks this way? But where did we so lose? The salesperson greets you at the front door of the store, uh, is your child gender neutral? <laughs> I don't know, little little lady. Are little, you little gender little, neutral? What are you? Uh, yes, mommy, I am. I'm not sure which way to go. What What's worse? What the, what's worse, the parent that won't get set the kids straight, or the politician that says, "I'm going to impose a law on every business in California at the fine of a thousand dollars if they don't have a gender neutral area in their store." Like a gender neutral dump truck. I don't. Is it? I. But that would be pink and yellow. I don't know. No, 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 no. It can't be a pink. That wouldn't be. Oh, yellow would be a. Oh, that's true. A man's dump truck. California's assembly slated to consider this bill, and is actually going to make it a law. Large retailers that sell toys, clothes, and other children's items in California would have to devote floor space to merchandise marketed to both boys and girls under the bill. Wow. Stores will be able to sell the same products they do now as long as they maintain some areas where shoppers can find all toys or clothes regardless of gender-based marketing. <laughs> gender-based marketing. By the way, this what, is... What is going on with that, this that, world I, now? It's it, changed. It, it's ridiculous. So much. I went to sleep one day and woke up the next day. And said, <laughs> By the way, that was just... What <laughs> is it? Right. Where are we today? By the way, it's so important. This bill is so important that it only applies to department stores with 500 or more employees because if you got 400 employees, apparently it's not offensive anymore. I guess if you're going to find somebody, you might as well find the bigger out the bigger retail. <laughs> well, that's true. So you get more money. Right. Keeping similar items that are traditionally marketed either for girls or for boys separated makes it more difficult for the consumer to compare the products and and uh, incorrectly implies that the uses were one gender or the other, says a bill critic. 
There's a critic of that in California, apparently. There's someone with common sense. She probably moved there recently and had no idea. Gender-neutral stores. Is that not insane? We're running for the hills. How, how did we... What happened since the beginning of humanity when, when we first were have any kind of civilization, which is at least five to probably 8,000 years ago, everything we've ever documented had male and female. Everything. In fact, when you were, they knew whether, what gender you were. It was no, no question. All of a sudden in 2021 and 2020, this is where it started essentially, this huge movement to confuse everyone. I am telling you there's a breakdown of civilization if we can't make simple distinctions between male and female. That is, that's over. I mean, if you can't decide what bathroom to go in, what, what's the point? I mean, you might as well just destroy everything. Five to 10,000 years ago, a man would just club them <laughs> and they'd get, whatever, they'd get whatever they had in the stone outlet or whatever. <laughs> you think about it. Okay. That was, uh, shoot, are you suggesting times? we go, are Were you suggesting? Are times are, than are today? <laughs> I don't know. Are you suggesting we go back to those days? I don't know what you're suggesting oh, there. You see people, it'd be fun to go to Target and watch people get clubbed. <laughs> Hasbro, what are you looking at? I don't look at anything now. Hasbro's rebranding uh, Mr. Potato Head brand as a gender-neutral Potato Head toy line. Here's so what: the, how do you, how do you rebrand a tomato? I mean, a, a, a potato. potato or a tomato? For honestly, what you're saying there? You know, when we were kids, they used to make all of the parts of the Potato Head doll that you could buy, and then you could get a potato at the grocery store. You could go home with a knife if you wanted to and carve the thing up, but you stick all the right. nose and everything sure, into right. it, well, that's the game. and you have a real yeah. potato one. head, right. the Fine. real McCoy. Yeah, because then you can I, I think, slice it up. Well, first of all, I think McCoy is a, a, a specifically male uh, gender name, McCoy. So I don't even know if that's going to work. You'd have to change. Mister Potato Head has a name. Well, you said the McCoy. real McCoy. Well, the real McCoy is expression. <laughs> I understand that. <laughs> so Mr. Potato Head is, uh, is going to be rebranded as a gender-neutral Potato Head toy line. According to the uh, vice president of global brands, Kimberly Boyd, which probably went to school to learn about this. I don't know. Kimberly Boyd of Hasbro. Her title is vice president of global brands. Said, we want a rebrand that reflects our modern times. Which means you're just screwing it up for everybody. There, there must be, what percentage of people would the Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head appeal to more if it was a non-gender Mr. Mrs. Potato Head? I don't, is there a group of people out there as a huge marketing money that we don't know about that's going to swoop in and start buying Mr. Potato Heads at a rate that's different than they are now based upon the Hasbro's view of modern times? I would uh, guess it's depending on what you're going to do. With the toy. I mean, you ever seen the picture of the toy Yoda doll? Well, a picture of it? Yes. No, I've seen the Yoda doll. I understand. You've seen the potential new Yoda doll? If I can find it in here. That might have been something that... You find it where? You have a picture of that on your phone? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I sent you a copy of it, but you didn't comment. That's because you probably sent it to someone else thinking it was me. You're, you're not uh, – I'm sure you didn't send it to me. If you would have sent it to me, I would have commented. There's no doubt about it. You would have? Sure, no doubt. If it's reasonable and makes sense and it's funny. Otherwise, I would have deleted it and moved on with my life. 
Hey, let me give you a quick update to what happened with the uh, the stupid uh, diversity bill in the General Assembly. We covered this last week, the governor's school. There were Democrats who said, we got to stop admitting people into these elite governor's schools based upon merit. We have to do it based upon color. So the NAACP said, wait a minute, you guys didn't do this? I want a meeting. The NAACP of Fairfax County, Virginia, is demanding a meeting with Dick Saslaw and Chap Peterson who, with about their votes to kill the diversity bill. The NAACP says, you can't have people based on merit. We're the national advancement of colored people. We need you to judge people based upon the color of their skin, not the merit. How insane is that? Oh, it's not over. You think it's over? It's not. The NAACP can't stand merit. They want you to be based upon the color of skin. By the way, the name of their group, the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People, is kind of the, makes sense based upon their advocacy. It makes sense. No, based upon their advocacy. It's a racist organization that, be, that should be shut down by the government. But they're afraid of it. They're if it was a afraid. white group that did that, it would be shut down, no doubt about it. Or we can shut them down as people, but apparently they've got a huge base. I don't think you can. They're, they're, if they're going to shut it down, they would have a long time ago. All right, coming up, Virginia, save the planet. John Kerry said we have nine years left, and Virginia just made a huge dent in that. We got another year because we banned styrofoam. That's next, and uh, we'll take your phone calls, 804-464-3553, leebrothers.com. Happily promoting the four Fs, freedom, faith, free markets, and fun. Mojo Five O. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Patriot Energy. I got that power. When solar energy is done right, it can save you up to 30, 40% over your current energy costs. Call the professionals at Patriot Energy to get your no cost and no obligation layout and design. Compare and contrast the differences for yourself. Go to PatriotEnergyAZ.org forward slash Mojo 50 to get started today for your Patriot Energy solution. The Lee Brothers, practicing the First Amendment and using the Second, only when necessary. Yeah, baby. Nice recovery, Scott. 804-464-3553. The phone lines are open. 464-3553. So John Kerry says we have nine years left. John Kerry and politicians like him are liars when they say that. It's that simple. They think they only have nine years, yet they, they live exa- you know, probably right on the water there. They have unbelievable beaches. And if it's over in nine years, why do they act like they're going to be around for 20? If these people really believed it was over in nine years, they'd be doing things to do that. But they're lying to you. Why? Because they want policies to restrict you. That's what the whole environmental movement's all about. Here's how Kerry put it. Well, the scientists told us three years ago we had 12 years to avert the worst consequences of climate crisis. 
We are now three years gone, so we have nine years left. <laughs> it's just laughable. Three years uh, gone, nine years left. So. It's just stupid. That's not even accurate against AOC's numbers. Right. And who's right? AOC or John Kerry? Who to believe? I, I just cannot <laughs> believe. I cannot comprehend. I, I just I can't understand how that can be said with a straight face and people aren't laughing him out of the room. And by the way, what are you going to, if to say it's true for a second, we only have nine years. The United States of America is about 1% of the pollution on the planet Earth. What, if we stopped everything we did, if John Kerry got his way and we stopped all cars and we stopped all production of everything, with no planes, nothing in America, it would mean nothing. Why does he get to get away with this? Why aren't people going... That is the most absurd thing I ever heard of. And if we do nothing right now, in nine years, we're still going to be here. And if we're not here in nine years, it's not because of environmental crisis. It's because God called everyone home or a big asteroid hit us, which is the same thing, by the way. God called us home. It, does, it, it is ridiculous to think that has any impact. It's just as ridiculous to think that a Virginia state lawmaker actually thinks styrofoam food containers are a problem. They all agree. In fact, the numbers are outrageous. This thing passed 24 to 15 in the Senate and 57 to 39 in the House to ban styrofoam containers by restaurants. Now, even if you think that's a, because you don't like styrofoam containers, even if you think that is a horrible thing, it's doing nothing I mean, do these politicians ever stop to think for just a second? Just a simple question. Why do restaurants use styrofoam containers? Did they ever ask that question? Because they look really cool when you set them on fire. (laughs) That has nothing to do with it. But it does sound like that's what they would think about. No. Why? Why would they use styrofoam? I'll I'll tell you two main reasons. One is because it's cost-effective. It's not very expensive. The other thing is because it does something very important. It maintains the temperature of the food that's in it. Wow. You mean they're using it because it's functional and it works? If you don't think it does, buy a soft drink in a styrofoam container tomorrow and leave it sitting in your car and see how much right. is still there with ice in it at the end of the day. Take a plastic cup and do the same thing. I did, I, where, and here's, here's the thing I don't understand about a politician sitting in the capital of Virginia making a styrofoam law for Virginia. Virginia. That does nothing for the planet. And even if you say, well, it protects Virginia, where do, we do, where do you do with your styrofoam stuff when you have it? I mean, maybe someone throws it out a car window. I don't know. I but, burn it. But if you look around. I light it on fire. If you look, well, that gets rid of it. If you look around. People throw trash away. America and Virginia, the cleanest places anywhere. The ban will be phased in over four years. Why? Why over four years? It sounds like it's pretty critical. I mean, we can only have nine years. You can't wait four years. That only gives us five left. Yeah, if, you, if you're waiting for the nine years to pass, you better get a bucket list out and make one, if you haven't already, and uh, head off into the sunset to take care of your bucket list. Four years to implement this stupid thing. Large businesses with more than 20 locations will have to start 
have to stop using styrofoam containers by July of 2023. If it's so critical, why only large corporations? That doesn't seem, if this is a disaster of biblical proportions to where the delegates have to do something about it, man, it ought to be for everybody, shouldn't it? And by the way, what politician woke up at, at, at night and said, you know what, my number one concern are these ridiculous styrofoam containers. we got to do something about them. Because they I, were probably the, still smoldering in his backyard. I, I never... Smell was bothering him. The thing, the thing that's frustrating is I, I don't know what's wrong with the left. Why does the left see a disaster when they look at styrofoam? And I never even noticed. I just went over and got my food out of the styrofoam container, ate it, and threw it in the trash. But somehow somebody laid awake at night worrying about it? Did a constituent come to someone in the House of Delegates and say, I saw a styrofoam container laying out there. It's got to change. So if it changes, do you think, what's, what's going to happen? Restaurants have to use something. So they're going to change to another thing that finds its way into a landfill. You or, people have lost your mind. Pit. The legislation will not include containers holding unprepared food. Oh, so it's fine there. Additionally, it does not stop companies from purchasing the plastic foam containers for their own use. Sounds like a real disaster, doesn't it? The, we asked Betsy Carr, Delegate Betsy Carr, from the 69th District of Richmond to join us here to talk about it. Never heard a peep from her. She disappeared into the... Uh, she doesn't want to join us to, to make the case why this is so critical. The bill well, actually... Someone probably asked her, are you going to join these guys? I don't even know what they're talking about. <laughs> I told her. I told her what we talk about. I mean, what? I don't want to blindside people to come on the show, but I, I think just talking to the lady, you're going to blindside her. She, the bill goes on to say prohibits the dispensing of food vendor of a prepared food to a customer in a single-use expanded styrofoam service container. The bill provides a civil penalty for not more than fifty dollars for each day of a violation. So what are they going to put in a bag for you? <laughs> what, what are these restaurants supposed to do? What are these vendors supposed to use? So they're going to go to plastic instead of styrofoam, I guess. Do, do, do we have an elite group of politicians or what? Just because you don't like something doesn't mean there should be a bill against it. Just because it offends you personally somehow when you see it on the ground doesn't mean we need a bill against it. Without any regard, have you ever ran a business? Have you ever met a payroll? Have you ever made food and tried to put it, put it in something? I mean, what the heck is wrong with you people? I mean, I know this isn't the crisis of biblical proportion, but it's stupid. It's just dumb to have the entire Virginia Assembly, 100 House of Delegates members, 40 state senators debating styrofoam at a restaurant. It costs money for you and I. And it's it makes no, absolutely no sense. Why aren't they working on things we need to have them working on? The reason they're there, and what are they going to do next? Right, they're going to give you your food in a bag. Oh, they put it in your and hands, give you, and they're going to take those containers. They're going to end up in a landfill somewhere on fire. No one gets to enjoy the the warm heat coming off of it, and it's going to cost more money and hurt their environment far worse. We are now three years gone, so we have nine years left. <laughs> That's insane. It is. If, uh, if John Kerry believes that. A nut. He does believe it. All right, your phone call is next, 804-464-3553. 464-3553. Mojo 550. 
Maryland said, uh, Maryland's going to make sure you can open a lemonade stand. I thought that was awful nice of them. Who's Maryland? Who's what? Who is Maryland? Uh, it's a dude who lives north of Virginia. Wh- what is Maryland? Where is Maryland? I don't know Maryland. Uh, oh, you're talking about the state. <laughs> Maryland said that it's uh, it's got to build a freely operate lemonade stands without restriction. Wow. How far have we come in America? Not very far if uh, you have to get a special bill passed to have a lemonade stand. It's <laughs> unbelievable. But see, here's the problem. Government made that problem. Government's the issue. And now they think government's the solution. Really what they ought to do is go to these people who demand all these licenses and say, stick in your ear. We're pulling all your funding. This is ridiculous. Now they got to actually do the opposite. They're making a bill to allow lemonade stands? Why don't they go to the people who are causing the problem, which is government? Oh, but we got a bill for that. We got a bill for on top of a bill that's a bill. So if we get rid of that bill, but that bill uh, enforces that bill, we have a bill that says you can't open a lemonade stand. So we're going to have another bill that says you can. Why don't you go to the bill that says you can't open a lemonade stand and get rid of that? Why don't you get rid of all the bills? There's so many stupid bills out there we don't need. They should start that way. There's a state in the Midwest you cannot drink beer on Sunday in your underwear. Against the law. If they look in the window and see, you got a problem. That's <laughs> they're probably looking. I mean, that's the that's the worst part. A lot of these people are looking. All right, coming up the uh, the this, this the school boards here in in uh, Virginia are starting to sue Ralph Northam. They looked at his latest restriction release from from uh, COVID, and you know he's a, he's a dictator. He's awful kind. You know he's got the whole thing going on, um, and so he is. Uh, he is going to uh, fighting for you. He's going to uh, make it easier, and he's really not. That's the entire point. All right, check us out at theleadbrothers.com, theleadbrothers.com. More coming up dead ahead, Madison, Jefferson, and Henry, real Virginians, the Lee brothers, the Lee brothers, the Lee brothers. I got it. Okay, so 5% pay raise for government employees, but did you get one? What if a tax increase funded that? You will not believe this. That's coming up. $1.9 trillion for everything except COVID. <laughs> we'll cover that coming up. And the school board looks to sue King Ralph over stupid COVID restrictions. That is next. Virginia Citizens and American Patriots, only two-headed talk show outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia, the Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee. Hi, I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us. Let's have some fun this next hour. Well, I'm pissed, man. I'm not having any fun. I'm going to have some fun. But before we get to Ralph Northam, King Ralph, the uh, tyrant and dictator that decides if you can show up in a place of 10 people or more, no, he gets to do that on the whim. You imagine the power of a governor to say only 10 people. I might give you a few more, but 10, that's, imagine that. And you allow it. You're in for it. You're okay with it. Uh, and who asks for a certain number anyway? You know, what, who are the, these people? What's the scientific number? Right. right. What, what's that all about? But first, Virginia Citizens Defense League. 
What an amazing organization with an amazing name, Virginia Citizens Defense League. You can find them at vcdl.org. Outstanding group of people, phenomenal human beings, and I think some that, uh, that you might want to connect with because they give you information that is helpful in the form of alerts. You could be uh, having lunch in a business meeting. You'll get an alert saying there's a bill that's in through the General Assembly that will uh, take away your right to a semi-automatic weapon, which, by the way, is every single gun in America practically. So vcdl.org, sign up there, become a member, but immediately sign up for their alerts, become with that great organization, Virginia Citizens Defense League. All right, uh, coming up in the show, I want to get to this 5% pay raise for government employees. I think it's, a, I think it's obnoxious. And I think most people will find it offensive because you didn't get one. What makes you, Why would a government employees get one? We'll talk about that coming up in the show. But first, Ralphie, King Ralph, uh, approached the nearest microphone this week, and he's going to give relief. Oh, please. So here's what that will look like starting this Monday <laughs> on March the 1st. I can't wait. I love when a king dictator says, here's what it's going to look like. I love when he speaks. I love his voice. Oh, it's so soft and it's so slow. You just want to say, please, governor, treat me nice. King, will you you show me what it's going to look like on Monday? Royal Majesty. Well, you're actually more like a mini majesty because the president would be royal. The royal majesty. Good point. That's fair. You'd have to be the royal mini majesty. But he acts like he's the royal one. But he's the mini. He's the mini me. So here's what that will look like starting this Monday on March the 1st. Big long breath. Doesn't know what he's going to say. Then he goes this. We're We're going to expand. We're going to expand. I love it when government says, we're going to expand this for you. Look what we're going to do for you. You cute little surfing. Because, look, honestly, you can't do this on your own. And we figured this out. And we can't either. So we're going to reach in your pocket for a little help. We're going to expand alcohol sales to midnight. <laughs> you believe the nerve of that a governor? That is incredible. I, I and then just... he's going to legalize marijuana probably. <laughs> and y'all can stay home and be Richard. Stra- just stashed. I can't believe he says this with a straight face. I can't believe people of Virginia allow this. He's going to expand the ability for you to drink alcohol in restaurants. It was 10 p.m. Everyone shut. We're going to go. How far are you going to go with this, Ralph? How, how dare? How far could he go? Alcohol sales to midnight. Wow. I'm excited. He's what benevolent dictator, isn't he? Just midnight. Thank you, sir. I guess we serve some peasants to say thanks. As you know, they previously they were to close at ten, so that will go to midnight. We didn't know, and we will modify the modify stay at home order will be lifted. So, (laughs) so you don't have to worry about staying at home all night every night. You can go out, get wasted, get arrested for a DUI. I think you're missing the point. It's just a beautiful. Why do you take Virginia. it that far? All he's saying is you can go out and do stuff now. Don't you appreciate him? Isn't he benevolent? I mean, you should say thank you, Mr. Ralph Northern. Thank you. Say thank you, Richard. I love you, Minnie. <laughs> I love you, You many, should be very thankful. Ralph. Thankful. Well, I'm thankful for Ralph Northern. I mean, look, without Ralph Northern, I might have gone to a restaurant and got a drink after 10. And oh my I word. might have done that. But now he's letting me. And I, um, I for it's one. It's just no fun doing it when you've been forbidden. I want. <laughs> I, for one, want to thank Ralph Northam. I want to thank you for letting me because I didn't know. I can't do this on my own. No Where more curfew this? from 12 to 5, but I still would encourage folks after midnight to please be at home. Oh, thank Wow. 
He feels like dad. Remember how dad used to talk to us, Richard? Oh, yeah. He would say, look, I encourage you guys to be home because nothing good happens after midnight. So he would tell us, you can stay out, but I would encourage you. Thank you, Ralph. Not only is he a king, he acts like my dad. Where does it's he amazing. stand on hitting mailboxes with boxes? <laughs> that's, that's, more, that's what I want to know. That's what I, I want to know. I know. What's his stance on that? Can I do that I've after midnight? I've been saving those things for years. It's nice to him to lift this, this safe at home order. How about that order from your government? Safe at home. No, there's no, there's nothing to see here, you cute serfs and peasants. See, we don't have to run, want to run the state and county ambulance services with people getting injured or the police. Oh, that's true. We don't want to have to do that. So what we want to do is say, you can stay home, but you better not. Right. Surf and peasant. Nice. Ralph Northam. We're able to ease restrictions on outdoor gatherings. Oh, here we go. Oh, he's my gonna re- he's How- able to re- He's able to re- let release the restrictions, Richard. How late can we stay out at night, Ralph? Well, he said 12, 10, till 12 for alcohol. You could stay out all night, but now he's re- re- the restrictions for outdoor. Is that what he said? Outdoor? Let's try that again. We're able to ease restrictions on outdoor gatherings. Ease restrictions. I love that outdoor term. Outdoor gatherings, like if you own a yard yeah. that might be attached to your house, mm-hmm. <laughs> you can walk out in your yard at night. Ease restrictions. I love when a dictator says that to the serf. Like you said, Richard, when you don't have it and he gives it back, it's, it, it's a more grateful attitude. Don't you have the grateful attitude right now? I'm, I'm just so grateful. I'm just excited. I'm, I'm just so excited. All right, so what's the, what did he ease? Tell us, Governor. Tell us. Outdoor social gatherings can have up to 25 people. Oh, Holy smokes. Oh, my gosh. What a kidding. crowd. Did we call somebody for this? <laughs> did we call them and say, we want a crowd you here do realize, tonight? You, you do realize this is not scientific it's the most absurd arbitrary stupid it's it goes from 10 to 25 15 more people was it was there I, applause with the press applause are we supposed to applaud idiots i don't think i know 25 people but i guess i could come down to the mansion with govy baby ralph wreck it ralph and say where do i go to meet the rest of my crowd i've got seven I need 18 more. Caring. He cares for you. Up from the current 10. At outdoor entertainment and public amusement venues, the limit will move from 250 people to 30% with a cap of 1,000 people. 30% of what? Of the capacity. So, Well, well, here's the thing. How do you know when you've reached the capacity that's 30% of the potential capacity. What? Think about exactly. That's what I no, said. No, 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 no. What you said made no sense. If the com- you sit out there and sell tickets, you're going to sit out there and sell tickets. Well, Richard, you have a thousand tickets. Only you can only sell thirty percent of those thousand. All you can have is thousand people. No, I'm what saying if, the capacity. Thirty thousand. This is this is why it's ridiculous. This is why this is stupid. The governor says if the capacity of a facility is ten thousand. You can have thirty. You can have thirty percent of that, three thousand, or a thousand, whichever is less. Well, suppose you were going to have this big outside event in a field that would hold a hundred thousand people. Nope. You can have a thirty. You'd you can have thirty thousand in a crowd. You, out you there. can only have a thousand. He just limited it to a thousand. You're not listening to the governor. You need to listen. Well, to him. whatever he, he says, he must be a brilliant <laughs> man, and we should just follow him him in his footsteps because he's got to be that kind of guy. Here's what I don't understand about this comment. Outdoor venues, 
if it's entertainment and public, you can have 30% capacity with a cap of 250. But if you're by yourself and you want to have a party, you can only have 25. That is arbitrary. It's stupid. It makes no sense. It's not scientific. It's only based upon what the governor thinks. I want to know. Who is surrounding the governor to make these decisions? Who gets around him and says, how about 15 people? Well, that's more than double. It was 10. Should we go to 25? Yeah, yeah. Could you imagine the conversation in the room? Because it's not a Dr. Fauci coming down and saying 25. It's not some expert like that clown who had had to take out and beat with a rubber noodle or something. He's terrible. But who is it? How, Ralph Norton, did you get to these ridiculous points that 25 people in my backyard is the limit, but if a venue down the street wants to have a thousand people, they can. Isn't it? It makes no sense. And by the way, it makes so much illogical sense that Bristol School Board is considering suing them. And Pulaski County Public Schools came out on a Facebook announcement and said, This guy's an idiot. I can't wait to share both those stories with you next and your phone calls. By the way, in 60 seconds, we'll share that with you next in your phone calls. 804-464-3553, 804-464-3553, Self and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. You get frustrated with trying to explain the simple first principles of America to people who have no interest? After the recent elections and direction of our country, don't you wish we had a simple way to educate citizens about free markets and free people? So do we. That's why we use Prager University. At PragerU.com, you will find the most crystal clear, informative, four to five minute videos on nearly every issue you have ever debated. The Lee Brothers endorse ideas, principles, and America, and no one explains those things better than Prager University. At PragerU, free videos, free minds. PragerU.com. That's PragerU.com. Richmond, the home of Patrick Henry, Richard Henry Lee, and the Lee Brothers. Governor Ralph Northam said, uh, if it's an outdoor venue, the public and music venues will be able to operate up to a thousand individuals. Okay. But sporting events don't count. All entertainment venues were previously limited to a maximum of 250 individuals, so he's changed that. But if you've got a sports, not so much. This is arbitrary. He is a massive... He's just a, he's a dictator, is what it boils down to. He's a, he's a dictator. He gets to decide. And the school boards have he's had He's something. It. The school boards have had it. Pulaski Public Schools sent an announcement saying, we want to count cheerleaders and band members as participants with your stupid arbitrary number. Well, wait a minute. Cheerleaders and band members... Can be there, but you have to de- take it off of the two hundred fifty football game or something. They have to take it off of the amount of people 
allowed to be at the football game? Yes, that's game? exactly right. That's exactly right. So the, the Pulaski County Public School says to Ralph Northam in a letter, the, or, the order is discriminatory in that it diminishes the role of the female groups of student-athletes and musicians. The second thing it does, the order is not grounded in science. And this is what I want you to understand in here. This is outrageous. This is what everybody should be saying to the governor. Everyone. The order is not grounded in science that we currently utilize in implementing COVID mitigation strategies. We know from experience that we can safely put 1,000 students a day in our high school, but we can't put them on a, on a football field. So true. <laughs> How dare you, Ralph? Ralph Northam, you sit up there with a smirk on your face and you lecture us about uh, what he, you know about COVID. No one. I'm glad Pulaski County Public Schools came out and said, you're a moron. And we're going to say, yeah. thing is about Ralphie, he's sitting up listening saying, I don't understand, Lee Brothers. Please explain it to me. Tell me what I'm doing that I shouldn't be doing because everybody I know said I was doing wrong. <laughs> You're I just want to the make sure that, that they were right. The other thing Pulaski School said is the order is arbitrary and capricious. That's exactly right. There's a noticeable lack of consistency in how the executive order establishes expectations for outdoor vendors, our venues. No, it's exactly right. What makes it different when I have my own backyard party versus a thousand people in a place? Why is that? Where's that's completely arbitrary. It's made up. It's, this whole thing is a joke, people. The whole thing is outrageous. Here's Ralph Northam again. And we do not want to risk our progress by easing restrictions too quickly. Not now when more and more Virginians are getting the protection of vaccines. And not when variants that can infect more people more quickly are spreading. We're never getting over this. You understand that, right? Yeah, it's here forever. Governor Ralph Northam has power. A lady in the hospital told me, I said, I can't wait to not wear, I don't have to wear this mask ever again she goes honestly i think those days are gone you know why it's gone because we're soft and we refuse to push back the governor here is complete arbitrary and we have allowed this to happen the, you think uh, we all need this this, this medicine or right well or, or no we don't everyone doesn't need it of course not. oh you mean the, the vaccination yeah no not everyone needs it because there's herd immunity without the vaccination. Anyway, Pulaski Public Schools went on to say, I hope the governor Northern will listen to this. This is a sincere ask of a free people in the Commonwealth of Virginia, asking the governor, I hope the governor will reconsider his decision and include band and cheer as participants by the end of the month. You know what? I, I think we as a, as a people of Virginia, in the mold of Patrick Henry, for the love of God, should do what they want. You've got to fill that stadium full of people who want to be there. If they feel scared, they won't show up, and it's their free will to do so. Bristol, Virginia School Board is doing something a little bit different. They didn't just write a letter. actually called a private meeting that's going to happen this coming week and consult an attorney about suing the governor regarding the crowd size at outdoor sporting events. The new executive order by the governor limits this, the spectator attendance at outdoor school sporting events to 250. And that's just, it's just dumb. There's no sense in that. So the school board says, um, not so quick. 
So the division sent a letter to Ralph Northam and the state health officials asking that band members be considered just like Pulaski did, exaggerate, allow more parents and family members to watch their children participate. Again, an appeal to the king. Don't you get the sense that maybe we need another Richard Henry Lee moment where we say independence? What if Virginia got together again and pinned a declaration of independence with usurptations at the end, saying you don't let us have 250 people in the stadium, you're not letting us uh, have our own family over to our house? This is outrageous. Those Lee boys, they're a mess. Ralph Northern announced outdoor amusement venues, not high school sports, could expand the 250. It's it's um, it's it's also the same problem with weddings, you know. Richard, you know, Ryan's getting married in April, and the concern is, can he have a reception after the wedding? And right now, the current reception venue can uh, is only told to hold twenty five. That's it, twenty five. We have two hundred on the list. Now, why would a governor who's so smart and bold and amazing, so powerful, and he's so helpful to families across Virginia. I just have him in awe. I am too. But you know know what? He wants to protect me because the 200 people who are coming to my wedding are mostly family, and I see them all the time and hug them and shake their hands. But thank God he stepped in and said, you know what? I don't think you can have them all together in one location, Scott. That doesn't make any sense. I know better than you. I'm smarter than you. Don't you understand? I know this COVID thing. You can't have a wedding with 200 people. Well, he is smarter than you. Well, not in everything. I think I got him beat in this area. Area. I don't know. I don't know. You don't think I got him beat in this area? Give me credit for one area. I hope so. COVID nineteen, I got him beat. I mean, he may be smarter in math, which most people are, but I got him beat in this area. Have you had your shot yet? No, neither. I don't. Not getting a shot. You know, I'm not. Well, that's I've right. I know he's not getting a shot. Does that make him smarter than me? I thought that's what we were talking about. Not, not no, so much. no fair. <laughs> Ralph Northam, when is this state going to wake up? I mean, when it starts like this. So here's what that will look like starting this Monday on March the 1st. When you have a dictator say something like that, you ought to object. Where's the General Assembly? Why aren't we passing a bill saying limiting this governor? Why aren't we just saying as a state, no, what? I'm going to go to the concert this Friday night. I'm going to go to watch baseball game at the Squirrels. I am going to watch my son play football in the high school stadium. I'm going to watch my daughter play volleyball as her junior year at varsity. That's what I'm going to do, Governor. You're going to stop me? Come arrest me. He says, yes. Yes, Scott. Oh, you're, I'm you, going you to stop you. you. Just, okay, just told you that. I'm going to stop you, Scott. How fair is that? You. Seriously, why are we even allowing this? It's it's unbelievable. It's outrageous. A California- said, I, would, I would arrest you myself, but I'm going to be at a, a, a sporting event away from Richmond that night. A California woman had to retake her driver's license because she took it in a mask. I kid you not. We'll cover that next. The stupidity cannot be. <laughs> it's just amazing. 804-464-3553, 464-3553. We are the Lee Brothers. You find us at theleebrothers.com. Eight zero four four six four thirty five fifty three. Eight zero four four six four thirty five fifty three. Phone lines are open. Thanks for participating at Patriots at the Lee Brothers dot com. 
and finding us at theleebrothers.com or mojo50.com, which is a... Our, our radio uh, program and it's our radio station, awesome group, mojo50.com. A California woman had to retake her driver's license photo after a new identification card arrived with a photo of her wearing a mask. Now, this is asininely stupid. I don't even know. But this is the consequences of where we are today. The person taking the picture and the girl in the mask didn't even think to take the mask off. They took the first picture with the mask, then realized they had it on. She took it again. And when the license showed up at her house... It was in the mask. Then, what happened? She went to a bar to order a drink. Showed the bartender the picture of the mask. Bartender never noticed it because probably she had a mask on when she handed the license with a picture of a mask and didn't even say anything. This has warped our culture. we We are addicted now. To the mask. You know, there's a statement that says, give me 30 days and I can create a habit for you. We've been doing this for what, a year? The habits are made within 30 days. You do something for 30 days, it will probably stick with you. That includes waking up, studying, reading your Bible, saying your prayers every one day for 30 days. All over the country, mask companies have started manufacturing every kind of mask you could think of. You can buy masks with sequins, masks, you know, with stones, masks with cartoon characters. I've got one with shark's teeth. Right. All right, coming up, uh, the Virginia budget gave a 5% raise for teachers. Oh, thank goodness. I was just thinking, they've been off all year. They need a raise. By the way, did you get one? You in the private sector, did you get one? No, you didn't. We'll argue it. We'll talk about it, and we'll show outrage about it. Next, your phone calls 804-464-3553. We are the Lee Brothers at LeeBrothers.com. We built this city. We built this city on rock and roll. We built this city. We built this city on rock and roll. Just after the bottom of the hour, outside the Capitol. Commonwealth of Virginia. The Lee Brothers, my name is Scott Lee. My co-host, friend and brother, sitting to my left. Sometimes, not enough far enough, not far enough to the left. Sometimes my far left is Richard Lee. All right, phone lines are open, 804-464-3553, Mojo 50. Mojo 50 is an unbelievable, great uh, radio station. At Mojo 50 is a list of some of the best radio talk show hosts in the country that cover great topics dealing with the libertarian conservative principles. And other than that, there's other people there too. Well, that's what I was talking about. I didn't even talk about us. I mean, Iowa. we get to participate, which is kind of <laughs> cool and fun. It's the brainchild of Doc Thompson, who passed away over a year ago, and he, uh, almost two years now, I think it is. It is. Yeah, and um, Mojo Five O. you want to check that out and be a part of that. And uh, put save that. Save that on your uh, on your computer, Mojo. 50.com. Also, the LeeBrothers.com, two great videos there. One is this, this, uh, this idea of the reality of the COVID deaths. Is there really? How are they counting COVID deaths? Video, I think you'll find very interesting. And what are your kids learning in school? <laughs> LeeBrothers.com, what are your kids learning in school? When you see that They're video. learning about colorful masks. Yes, they are. Makes you want to throw up. 
You know, I was thinking as uh, I was, we were going throughout the week, you know, I haven't had a raise from my employer in a while. Gum it. Me either. I, I think what we ought to do, Richard, is probably approach our employer and say, you know, 5%. It's all I'm asking for. It's simple. 5% seems reasonable. Why is it? I think all you have to do now is wait a little while and you're going to get one. Everybody's going to get a raise. How's that? I don't understand what you mean by that. The government's going to make people. Oh, the government's going to give me a raise. No, they're not. They're, they're only going to do it. some of your money back. No. Oh, they are? I think they're going to raise my taxes. They're not giving me my money back. They're not forcing my employer to pay me more. I guess if I had a government job, which Reagan called the closest thing to eternity, how much better would it be? I bet government employees, which, by the way, I find it preposterous, quite honestly, that you can get a pay raise for my tax dollars, but I can't get one in the private sector. I think it ought to be tied together. If pay raises are happening in the private sector, I mean like a lot, like you can document all of them getting pay raises, then we'll consider that. Otherwise, I would say to you government employees, try working in the free market. Try it. Try working in, in, the mar- in, the, uh, in a real world. Now, granted, some of these pay raises are for state troopers, which I'm a huge fan of. That's where the money should go. That's legitimate jobs. I could probably cut 50% of the employees of the, of the government of the Commonwealth. Give Richard and I two black Sharpies, a couple pizzas, and the budget. And two days. And maybe maybe not and even. that's if you give us the federal budget. <laughs> with the state the budget, needs one budget, day. <laughs> Virginia budget, 20, 48 hours, 24 hours. Now, where's the uh, outrage over this? I mean, if a teachers are getting a 5% pay increase, why? The teacher, quite honestly, I, I'm a huge fan of teachers, of course. Who isn't? It's like the ultimate job that doesn't ever get ridiculed. You're teaching. Except in this case, your stupid teachers union sent 5,000 emails to the House of Delegates to keep schools closed. So I hate your union. You have an amazing pension. You, you state teachers have an unbelievable pension. You get three months of the year off. You got a pretty good gig. Now you want a 5% raise? I don't see why. You just were labeled un. You were labeled since the beginning of COVID-19 to be non-essential. You're non-essential employees. You don't even open. You're not even going to class. It's non-essential time for you. You're very fortunate to be paid during this time. You shouldn't. I, I went to a fast food restaurant asking, can we come inside and eat? Well, no, you can't come inside. I said, why? Why not? We all have masks on. All the other restaurants around you are open. Well, I'm sorry, but it keeps the restaurant a lot cleaner when we don't let people in. <laughs> not kidding. I said, really? <laughs> work ethic's unbelievable. Really? really? That's quite interesting. Said, uh, we haven't cleaned the floors or the tables or the windows in months. Why is it, why is oh. it fair? Why is it fair? Someone needs to seriously explain this to me. You can do it at Patriots at the Lee Brothers dot com or eight oh four four six four thirty five fifty three. Why is it fair that the government employees get a pay raise? Are they more important than the private sector? Oh, of course. Of <laughs> That's course. an incredibly point. Oh, Scott, what are you kidding? You of didn't know are. that? I know. I missed that one. Sorry. You know, I've been trying to get a government job. <laughs> I- for years. Yeah. I don't care what it is. I just want to get one. Well, it's because it's one for life and you don't have to be good. True. You don't, you don't have to be good. I mean, you would be good, but you don't have to be. You'd get paid anyway. That's the beautiful part of yeah. the system. So raising salaries for teachers and state employees have been a priority for both chambers. With 5% raises for teachers, but also for state employees and state-supported local employees. Uh, the outrage over this 
is death. There's no one talking about it. No one says they shouldn't get pay raises. I really believe it's ridiculous. I can tell you almost everyone I know through this COVID crisis has had a pay cut, haven't, has not had a pay raise, yet government nonstop does. How can they afford that? Well, actually. Well, they can because they're going to take the money from you. That's exactly right. They are proposing a 4% surcharge on vehicle registrations. You said surcharge. On vehicle. Oh, you don't know that? You didn't know you were going to get taxed for the increase? Oh, you cute little surfing peasant. Trust me, the, the government employees need it. They need it more than you need your money. You didn't get a pay raise, and you're going to have to pay more for your vehicle registration. Those are both worthy things for teachers and government employees, the elite among us, the ones who deserve more money because they work for the government. You see now? I see. I see crystal clear. Yeah, that's that's a serious issue, isn't it? Also, the uh, the salary package to deal with salary inequalities. Inequal inequalities. So they're going to give pay raises to to people who what have inequal. I don't understand how that works. It's not across the board. It's based on the color of your skin or an inequality somehow that that we can't really identify because it's subjective instead of objective. God, this whole thing's a disaster. Inconceivable, isn't it? But if you know somebody really well in government, there might be a way you can get yourself a little extra cash there. What do you mean? Get a government job? You mean? Yes. Yeah. I've had them calling me, someone calling me to help me with my student loans, which I've never <laughs> had a student I loan. So you're saying it's a government employee doing that? Before, and it, they identify themselves as a government employee. Oh, do they really? They want to help me work out these government loans. They can help pay. If I can pay them, they can reduce the number by 50 to 60%. But I have to pay them. Over the phone. So the criminal go on will get my credit card number, and he'll go off and do what criminals do. Well, it's a government. So it's not, you don't really think it's a government employee because no. they would have got a 5%. I it's a criminal. 5% employee. What's the difference really between a criminal? They usually do things through the mail. What Do what for the mail? They send you a, a bogus letter. Yeah. You, Richard, I'm pretty sure you don't have any student loans. No, I don't. I did. I never had it. I didn't need them. Why did you give me your my tuition then? was paid every quarter? Right. In full. No see, question. see, you did it poorly because the people who didn't do that and got student loans are going to get help from the government. How stupid were you? You mean you? you, you wait, hang on a second. Right. Let me just get this straight. You sacrificed. You did everything right. You paid the bills on time, and you don't have student debt. That's the stupidest thing you can do in America. Yeah, and what? now they want me to pay them again. <laughs> it's a special program they have. <laughs> pay them up front, and we'll call you in 10 or 12 years. All right, speaking of stupid, if I may go down this path, Congressman Ro Kohana is a congressman from California. He was asked this week, he's a huge minimum wage guy, which, by the way, got removed from the COVID-19 $1.9 trillion. It got removed from that. It's not in there. But he was asked, do you really think it was a good time to try to raise the minimum wage? Now, listen to this pure brilliance. It's absolutely the right time to give working Americans a raise. Let's look at the facts. 
Amazon raised their wage to $15 nationally, not regionally. They have more jobs today that didn't hurt job creation or business. Target followed. They also did it nationally, more jobs. Actually, you can create jobs by paying people more so they're spending it more. So we need to be. I mean, did he say we could create more jobs by forcing employees to Why don't you just give them like a Walmart coupon? Why give them money to go blow? Give them a, a coupon to Walmart or Target. Wait, what are you talking about? Give who a coupon to Walmart? Anyone who wants one because What's this guy to- says we need to give them money now. Now is the time. Oh, oh, oh. So you instead know, of giving it'll, it'll you mean help the of- economy because they'll go out and blow the money. <laughs> No, he said if you raise the minimum wage, it will actually increase jobs, which is, you think this guy is an economist? I mean, he's a, he's a congressman, doesn't know what he's talking he's about. He's an economist, all right. Con. He were being con. Yeah, I mean, good I mean, point. It's a good point, actually. I didn't realize that con, Griss, started with con. That's a, that's a great he point. He thinks if they hand people $1,600 or more to spend, he thinks they're going to spend it in a time when a lot of them aren't working. You know, they're going to, they're going to blow it on, on junk for sure. And then they're going to go back for more and say, Hey, we don't have any money for food. What'd well, you they do come for back the to the, the government gives them that too. Anyway, what you do with your money. I've got a brand new television and I have a, uh, you know, a, a bill for the internet a bill for my new den set. Since we can't go anywhere, we stay home now more. So we needed to spend it on that. And then we figured you would feed us. Well, that's a new way of doing it. That's a new way yeah, look, it's a government's in America give today. I think Madison said something in Federalist 45 about how government does all these things for people. I'm pretty sure. Was that not in Federalist 45? Oh. Actually, Federalist 45 was was the exact opposite. But don't confuse us, Lee brothers. We like the idea that the government's a charity. All right, your phone call's next, 804-464-3553. Coming up, what is this 1.9 trillion? Where is that going? $1.9 trillion for the pandemic when not really. It's going to a lot of places. LeeBrothers.com, LeeBrothers.com. Happily promoting the four F's, freedom, faith, free markets, and fun. Mojo Five O. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Patriot Energy. I got that power. When solar energy is done right, it can save you up to 30-40% over your current energy costs. Call the professionals at Patriot Energy to get your no-cost, no-obligation layout and design. Compare and contrast the differences for yourself. Go to PatriotEnergyAZ.org forward slash Mojo50 to get started today for your Patriot Energy solution. The Lee Brothers, practicing the First Amendment and using the Second, only when necessary.
Illustrated. Yeah, baby. Little thunder. Just outside the capital, the Commonwealth. Thank you for joining us, and thank you for tracking us down at Mojo50, Mojo50.com. Mojo50, thank you, Mojo50.com. And uh, there you'll find our shows archived for your listening pleasure. You can go there anytime you want and track it down and uh, listen to the show over and over and over and over again. Phone lines are open, 804 464-3553, 464-3553, 1.9 Isn't this like the third COVID relief package? When is it ever going to end? You know how to end this thing? Open up the country. If we, if we need COVID relief because we shut it down, and we've never shut down for any reason, never. I mean, we've had viruses that wiped out a third of the country. Open the country up, and we don't need $1.9 trillion. It turns out the $1.9 trillion is a boondoggle. It has nothing to do. It's less than $300 billion of it. it is even part of COVID. Who are these guys think they are? I mean, seriously. They get away with this. They seriously get away with it. Nobody seems to... I mean, you got some on the press and some of the news saying, what about this, Spence? And they go, well, it's just part of it. Man, these people ought to be in jail. They should. If they voted for this, they should be in jail. I mean, why would you allow this to be called the COVID-19 relief package when it's not? You got $7.9 billion for paycheck protection when all they have to do is open the country. There's $86 billion in here to rescue 185 pension plans inside blue states that purposely blew up the thing. It's the COVID plus video game relief release fund. The what? COVID plus video game. Yeah, right. You get the money and you get a game or TV, whichever you prefer. You know, there's money in here for schools that aren't even forced to be opened. You can be, you can be closed. $129 billion for schools that are closed. I mean, why wouldn't the government say, if we're going to give you any money, open the school and let kids go to school? You know, they're fi- they are learning something, I hope. They're learning that the schools don't need to be open. They should be open. They really don't need to. Well, what they're learning is the public education system is a joke. It people sucks. people have flooded into the private school system because they uh, they want their kids in school. Somehow, isn't that interesting that the private schools can be open, the public can't? Hmm. One point nine trillion, a fourteen hundred dollar stimulus check to people, and animal COVID studies. The bill allocates three hundred million dollars of taxpayer dollars for the agriculture department conducting and monitoring animals for the World Organization for Animal Health. I'm glad that was in there. I was just wondering if we were going to have a COVID relief plan for animals. I feel better. I was worried about the animals in this. Weren't you, Richard? I thought that should be a number one. If that's $300 million, who? that's really nothing. I mean, They give the money for your animals, and you're like the protector of the... Of the animals. You're the pro... Animal guy? You're the poop... Grand poobah guy. They give you money for your dog and your cat or however many you have. No, this goes to the World Organization for Animal Health. I didn't even know there was such an organization. Did you know there was an organization called the World Organization for Animal Health? By the way, that now gets $300 million. Where is that going? 
And who put that Where in there? Where is that coming from? Why can't someone go to who, the Congress and who go? Who did that? Who put that in there? I want to know the name of the person who put that in this COVID relief bill. Because someone had to put it in there. Somebody wrote it in there. Why can't we ever figure that out? Who paid the dogs off? Who? who, who? <laughs> <laughs> it's just, that's that's ridiculous. By the way, that's absolutely awful. I, Thank you. I thought it was right on time and didn't miss a beat. This is an island. Yeah, thank you, Trump. All right, Surrounded so, by water. <laughs> big water. Yes, this is an island. Don't you miss Trump right now? Surrounded yes. by water. <laughs> big <laughs> water. Ocean water. All right, thank you. When's he making his speech? By, uh, I think it's Saturday. Is it Sunday? Sunday? It's Sunday? Yeah, thank you. All right, so here's what else is in the in the the uh, disastrous 1.9 trillion, 1.9. We say that like it's nothing now. 1.9 trillion. We're, this is going to go right to the deficit and debt. It's horrible. Socially disadvantaged farmers and ranchers. What does that even mean? I'll tell you what it means. It means if you are a black farmer, I kid you not, this is part of the bill, a black farmer shall provide a payment and an equal to 120% of his outstanding debt for disadvantaged farmers and ranchers, a disadvantaged farmer. Oh, they're going to get a what? Wiped out. 120,000. Their debt wiped out. Now see, oh. here here's what I don't understand. The term disadvantage is a subjective one. It's not objective. So who who gets to decide that? What government agency gets to run around and go, "Are you a are you a disadvantaged rancher?" I am. Because <laughs> if you are, I am. You are in a whole lot of that's that's very good for you. I had a couple of cows. Somebody took them. The bill allocates. My neighbor was sitting out in the yard with a leather blanket. The bill allocates $91 million for the Department of Education to prevent, prepare, and respond to uh, students domestically and internationally for outreach and borrows or financial aid, economic impact payments, et cetera. Department of Education. In Bolton, ninety-one. There's a there's a bill right now to eliminate the Department of Education, which is exactly what should happen. Here's this. This is what you'll feel good about, Richard. Listen to this. Inside the COVID relief bill is 135 million to the National Endowment of Arts and the Endowment of Humanities. It also allocates 200 million to the Institute of Museum and Library Services. I was concerned about COVID with those two things. That's a great COVID relief bill. I didn't I realize. I was worrying that. about them not getting any money at all. I was seriously concerned that National Endowment of the Arts, which, by the way, is should not be in existence. I agree. What in the if art can't survive on its own, we don't need a National Endowment of Arts from the federal level. I'm telling you, Madison and Hamilton would be freaking out. I agree with you, but since they do exist and continue to exist, they need to you know pony up a few dollars for them. Yeah, good point. Well, Several guess, million. And what's a million here and there? It's only 135 million, Scott and Richard. Oh, here, here's, oh, a, cool. here's COVID-19 relief for you. You ready for this? 1.9 trillion, 10 million of it is for the preservation and maintenance of Native American languages. I, I didn't know they were going away or at risk, and I guess if they are, we must preserve them. We must preserve them. Yeah, I, I haven't used my Native American languages lately. I guess I should start doing this, so it's worthwhile. Also in this bill is a billion dollars to strengthen confidence in the vaccine, not distribution. Confidence in the vaccine is a billion dollars in this. And planning and family planning, 
$50 million for abortions. Are you kidding me? This thing's a debacle. It shouldn't go anywhere. It's disgusting. And they ought, Congressman ought to be arrested for it. Phone calls next, 804-464-3553, thelebrothers.com. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. You get frustrated with trying to explain the simple first principles of America to people who have no interest? After the recent elections and direction of our country, don't you wish we had a simple way to educate citizens about free markets and free people? So do we. That's why we use Prager University. At PragerU.com, you will find the most crystal clear, informative, four to five minute videos on nearly every issue you have ever debated. The Lee Brothers endorse ideas, principles, and America, and no one Explains those things better than Prager University. At PragerU, free videos, free minds. PragerU.com. That's PragerU.com. Richmond, the home of Patrick Henry, Richard Henry Lee, and the Lee Brothers. And that's a wrap of an amazing radio program once again this week. You can find us at Mojo50 as we archive our shows and upload it there for your listening pleasure. Thanks you so much for being a part of the show. Amazing show on while we were doing this that we could have listened to. Also, uh, in the honor of Doc Thompson, what did we learn today, Richard Lee? Learned. Yeah, definitely. What what did we learn today? That our governor was not the brightest bulb in the lamp. No, he's not. Uh, he's uh, struggling. Uh, we learned that uh, he has no clue what he's Aren't doing. Aren't we all? Oh. Yeah. We also learned that uh, Virginia tried to save the planet this week by eliminating styrofoam from restaurants. Wow, that's going to make things great. <laughs> we also learned... you shut your restaurant down and then you'll get fined. For all of the styrofoam containers you have in your building. We also learned today that the government employees are more important than you. I know it's hard, but they are. They deserve to raise. You didn't, and you didn't get one, but they are. Thanks so to it you. Doesn't matter. Thanks to you paying more for your vehicle registration. They are very grateful for their five percent pay increase. What else did we learn today, Richard Lee? We learned that uh, Running this board is not my forte. <laughs> we also learned that the uh, school boards are trying to sue the governor. And they should. And they should. And that would be a good thing because they need to open up and it's ridiculous that they haven't. Everyone needs to sue the governor. <laughs> Everyone. Eight million of you. Well, go get a lawsuit. All right. Check us out at theleebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com. Where there we archive our shows for your listening pleasure and... You have two great videos there. One is the COVID death toll real, and what are your kids learning in school? All there at theleebrothers.com, and check us out at mojo50.com, mojo50.com. My friends, we did it. We weren't just marking time. We made a difference. We made the city stronger. We made the city freer, and we left her in good hands. All in all, not bad. Not bad at all. 
And so, bye. God bless you. And God bless the United States of America.